0: Hey Course Hero, before we dive into this week's episode, I wanna take a quick moment and thank you so much for listening and also let you know that due to COVID and Chris's and mine personal commitments, we are going to scale back a bit. We are going to continue to deliver value to you, but now it's going to be once a week, every Wednesday. So we are changing the days to every Wednesday, once a week instead of coming to you two times a week, but we will try to pack twice as much value in each episode so you can create your courses faster and continue to become a course wizard. Thank you so much for listening. Now let's get started.
1: Welcome to the Course Wizards podcast with Amit Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get ready to discover the latest tools and tips on how to create, teach and market your online training course. Now here's your hosts, Amit and Chris.
0: Hello, course Wizards. Welcome back to yet another episode. This is your host, Amit, and I am joined here today with Christopher Maselli. How are you doing,
1: Chris? Hey, doing great, Amit. It's been a a good day, good time to talk about courses.
0: (laughs) All right, let's talk about it. Today, we are talking about when to use a subdomain and when to just go with the domain subdirectory, which is domain.com forward slash a link. So let's get started, Chris. What are your thoughts on this? Writingmomentum.com forward slash blog or blog.writingmomentum.com? Well, you know, the, the
1: the fact is I really think it just kind of depends a lot on just what you want to do, what's comfortable for you. Um, I I Personally, I like to have my school, if it's tightly related to the... Um, what my website is about. So, for instance, my website is writingmomentum.com. If my trainings are about writing, I like to have those as a subdomain of my website because it links them together, right? Um, But if it's a completely different subject, no, I'd get my own domain, you know, a separate domain for that. Because, mean, is there any SEO benefit from having like for instance if if you go to my trainings it's at it's at um, accelerate.writingmomentum.com does that give me any seo benefit at, at all because because of my blog and all that stuff that i have on my website
0: yeah i think from an seo perspective it's all, it's going to be counted as a different entity so yep. you're going to lose seo juice if you go with subdomain.domain.com but in some cases, it makes sense, like to your point, right, you want to keep your branding on par as much as possible so people don't get confused when they start looking at different domain names. So maybe you house your support uh, team under support.yourdomainname.com or your if you have a Shopify store, then you can go to shop.yourdomainname.com where all your products live. But I I personally like the sub directory idea, Chris, where Mm -hmm. it's always mydomain.com, no matter what. And then it's forward slash support, forward slash shop, forward slash blog, because you basically own everything before and after your domain. So you can make this on the fly.
1: So, when people search for you through Google, so for instance, if they search for my website and they're searching for writing momentum, both would show up. They would see writing momentum and they'd also see my training site at accelerate.writingmomentum.com, which is cool because I like the fact that people can find either when they search for my name. Um, but again, you may not want that. So, for instance, if I'm going to do now dog training, which has nothing to do with writing, and I, w- I want to do, you know, dog training you know, whatever, Um, that would be better to have on a completely separate domain, right? Because then they're not coming up with my website when they search for that. They're coming up with something completely separate that can stand on its own.
0: Right. And uh, someone from the New Zeller group had said, you know, I have... If you're on the premium plan, you get 10 custom domains. So this guy was uh, chatting in the New Zealand group, and he's like, you know, I I want to create this.com and this.com and this.com, so I can use all my 10 domains from New Zealand. I'm like, why are you doing this? Why are yeah. you not just housing everything under the one umbrella? And a good example of this, Chris, and our listeners are most likely they have heard of this guy, Pat Flynn. Uh, So if you go to patflynn.com, he has courses, he has books, he does speaking, he has advisorship, he has blog. Uh, And if you click on any of those menu items in his navigation, Mm -hmm. here's here's how they play out. So courses, if you click on courses, they go to courses.smartpassiveincome.com, which is a Pat Flynn brand. So we know that. But your users might not know the difference between your name and your brand name. Maybe your name and your brand is the same. For example, Pat Flynn. Packfield is the brand and the name. Uh, but if not, then keep that in mind when you're redirecting people to these different domains. As, are they going to be able to connect the two or are they going to get confused?
1: Yeah, are they going to think you're sending them somewhere else completely? And they're like, oh, that's not where I wanted to go. <laughs> you don't want to yep. do that. You want to keep confusing, confusion out of the equation altogether.
0: I thought you were going to say you're going to keep confusing.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> that's old school marketing, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: exactly, exactly.
0: Uh, so for books, when you click on books, it goes to patflynn.com forward slash books. So he's not changing his domain. Same thing with speaking. When you click on speaking, it goes to patflynn.com forward slash, forward slash speaking.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Advisorship, same thing. Blog, same thing. The only time he's changing his domain is when you click on courses and that's, I think, because his courses are hosted on Teachable. So he went to Teachable for his course hosting and he has done a custom domain, but still keeping his smart passive brand.
1: Yes, yes. Which is which is what I did with Writing Momentum, right? Writing Momentum is my website, but then I went to New Zendler, which is our uh, course platform of choice and linked it to a subdomain of um, uh accelerate.writingmomentum.com and by tying those two together it gives you that unity that you otherwise just wouldn't have but now what about though the don't most of these course providers like teachable or new zendler or thinkific don't they provide a domain for you and why wouldn't i want to use that
0: great question yes they do and it's in my opinion it's solely a personal choice. I like everything under the same umbrella. For example, my website is getnzlr.com, which is how I promote New Zendler to everyone. And I blog about it there. And if anyone goes to learn.getnzlr.com, that's where my New Zendler site is. Yep. Just like uh, Pat Flynn's Smart Passive Income lives on courses.smartpassiveincome.com. My free course on how to use New Zendler lives on learn.newzendler.com. But I do have a domain with them. It was like (laughs) getnzlr.newzeller.com. It it really depends. And it could also be confusing. Maybe the one that you're using is a confusing uh, brand or you just don't want that big of a name in your
1: domain name. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when I would go with custom domain. Yes, yes. And you know I think it's fine too, if if most people get to your training through a link that you send them, because sometimes um, some course creators I know aren't out to making a lot of money at this. They just want to go ahead and provide a a series of courses for their business, for the people who work in their business, that sort of thing. And they'll use a a course platform to do that. If you're doing that, you may not care about having a domain or a subdomain, then you can just go with whatever they provide. So it may be like you know uh, training.newzendler.com. no big deal because the only people going to that are going to be people you know and people who are going to actually click a link to get to it right they're not they don't have to remember anything any catchy phrase or anything like that all right
0: thank you chris i think that's it for this episode so again go with the brand identity uh, just to do a quick recap make sure that everything is similar across your domains subdomains or subdirectories. Do not confuse your visitors because they might just bounce. They're like, I the domain keeps changing. I don't know where I'm buying from, who I'm buying from. So you want to build that trust and authority by having the same brand name, just like we have talked about having the same colors, the logos, everything the same. With that, thank you all for listening to yet another episode of the Course Wizards. I think by now you are on to level five, which is level wizard. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Chris, for being here. And to our listeners, if you get a chance, please go and rate, review, subscribe on your favorite listening platform. And we will talk to you on the flip side. Keep creating those courses and stay safe. Bye. Bye.